This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I'm, of course, your host, The Thingy. And as always, we have my co-host, the guy we can't trust because he also might have The Thingy inside of him. It's Xavier. Don't ever say that I have a thingy inside of me again, please. You might have a thingy inside of you. You have no idea how weird... You might have an idea. You have no idea how weird it is for your dad to tell you, you have a thingy inside of you. That is not okay. <laughs> Anyways, I, we watched the 1982 movie, The Thing. Um, I have a slight idea how weird that might be for you. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, I, I, I know. Don't do that. <laughs> That's <is> very weird. <laughs> so anyways, we watched the 1982 movie, The Thing. There is also like a 1950-something movie, I believe, that um, of the same title, probably the same premise. I have not watched it. This is the first time I've watched The Thing. Uh, and uh, this is this is our horror movie watch. And our and also our very first 19, not, not 19, 2023 movie, technically. Because Dumbo was technically the last of the 2022 movies, but because all that got kind of got skipped over into like February and all that jazz, 
Uh, so all all the scheduling crap is getting weird. But we're uploading to a week, kind of trying, you know. But anyways, though, uh, I I kind of like this movie. I didn't feel much of a scary aspect, but then I remembered that it's a horror movie, and I didn't really know there was much of a difference. But apparently there is, according to Mom and Nick. So, hmm. What do you mean? What's the difference between what? Horror and scary. This what this movie wasn't scary for me. This movie was... I mean, it was pretty horrifying, but I didn't feel any real, like, jump scares. Uh, I don't know jump scares. Well, although there was one jump scare. And we'll get to for it. For you! For me. It, t- it took me by surprise. I wasn't prepared for it. Uh, but jump scares wasn't... This was supposed to be just, like, disturbing more than anything. And horror is that's, a... That's what a, I'm referring to, yeah. Horror is a massive genre that spans many different types. Um, I, I, I mean, traditionally, horror can be scary. It's supposed to be somewhat scary. But, uh, I mean, I thought this was properly scary. I mean, if I was, I mean, if I, if I haven't been desensitized by horror movies my entire life, I would, I could see this being really scary for people. Yes, desensitized, that is what I am. I am desensitized for, but I'm probably desensitized from a lot of different things, though. Because, I, I don't know, I know my older brothers uh, definitely got into, like, M-rated games well after I actually... I, I'm probably... I'm, I uh, have been trying to get into, like, that Resident... My, one of my older brothers uh, letted me, like, a couple of Resident Evil games and said, Hey, why don't you play this? And I'm, I'm, play, I'm playing it, and I'm kind of enjoying the story, but I'm, I am not good at first-person shooters. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm good at Minecraft, but that's, is, that's very different. Resident which, Evil Revelations. Oh, I didn't realize they had a first-person shooter. Uh, it's not first-person... Okay, it's not first-person shooter. It's a third-person yeah, shooter. Third I'm person. sorry. There's a difference. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not exactly immersed in too much in like the that kind of genre. So yes, I'm a bit desensitized, but I enjoyed this movie relatively. I, I like to look at, I like to look for a story, and though like when you got a horror movie, of course you gotta kind of like judge it based on its horrific standpoints. And like you, you seem to really enjoy, uh, enjoy going straight with like the basics of of the genre that we pick, or not not pick, but, like, randomize. Like, with action movie, you kept saying, no cartoons! And we yeah. chose John Wick. John, and, I, and I loved John Wick. John Wick was a really good movie, and it was pretty action-y. Um, but I do eventually want to get to that movie, that get to some of the movies that I have that you probably haven't watched before. And uh, I, don't, I don't think... I don't think there's a single one of these movies that you have not watched before, maybe. I've never seen The Thing. I never saw John Wick. Re- 
Really? This, this was my first time watching the thing, and that was my first time watching John Wick. So, here's the, the reason I have been such a. Oh, stick. by the way, we, oh, by the way, weird does not count because we we both watched that and it was new. But anyways, yeah, continue. Um, there's been a few, quite a few movies that I've never seen. Um, but here's the thing: this, the thing I love about this podcast is it gives me two things. One, the thing is a movie I've wanted to see for years. I've I've always I've heard about the thing. Um, I've heard it's really good, and I never actually have ever watched it. And this podcast gave me the excuse to sit down and finally watch it. And that is one thing I'm taking with this podcast. This is one of the, my favorite parts about this podcast is forcing myself to watch things I've never seen before. <laughs> things. And that's also, you know, John Wick's another movie where... <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Uh, John Wick's another movie where I was, you know, I've heard was really good. I've always wanted to see it, but, you know, I never got got around to watching it. And... But the other thing I love about this podcast is I love getting to introduce to you some of the classics of cinema that you've never seen. You know, branching you out. You're not a big fan of horror, so this this was an opportunity for you to get to see something you, you've never really watched. You know, it, it kind of brings you to this, this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's it. Not to mention, I mean, as a, a tactical standpoint as well, I, I want to go with popular, well-known versions of some of these movies because, for another reason, is people are more likely going to be like, oh, I want to see this because it's very famous and I, I want to hear about this. Where if we pick some, one of these random, weird movies that nobody knows, really, you're going to have a lot less people wanting to watch it. And as of right now, we don't have really a set audience that is just listening to us every week. So, in my opinion, we need to pick more mainstream, more well-known things to try to build an audience. Right. So that is why I've been a stickler about certain things like this, because of those three reasons. That's a good point. You know... The that like the the action Superman, you know, you might have a few people. I mean, you probably have a decent amount of people that love Superman. Not all those people are going to be listening to the podcast or be interested. Yeah, um, and, I, and I'm and I am doing my doing my best to like put in my part to like make this as popular as we can possibly make it. But ultimately, I hope that we both come to realize we're doing this for fun we're doing this for ourselves we're but we're bringing this into our like our uh our we giving ourselves excuses to make movies and talking to a camera because I, I i don't know about you i like talking to a camera that makes me sound very very lonely and that's not exactly the case i'm good <laughs> at being lonely but i don't feel lonely while doing it Okay. Kind of like how okay. a sociopath doesn't feel guilt for killing people. Anyways, well, not, not killing people. That's a bit of a generalization. 
let's generalize about sociopaths, everybody. Okay. <laughs> On with the actual movie. And um, before we actually do that, though, I want to make it a challenge for you and I to go through this entire podcast with saying the thing as few times as possible. I'm going to make it also a mission to myself who will be watching this podcast after it's recorded and uploaded to count how many times we say thing. Outside outside of talking about like the, the title of the movie. So I will count how many times you and I say thing. Outside of the title. Okie dokie. Cool. Okay, let's talk about this movie. Let's go over a synopsis, kind of, kind of. Kind of but, uh, okay, I so... I sound crazy. <laughs> a little. Anyways. So, yeah, this movie is essentially about a expedition in uh, uh, Antarctica. A dog comes running towards them, and a helicopter with the snipers trying to shoot the dog. The sniper has terrible aim and constantly misses the dog. Or the dog is really good at, uh, you know, avoiding sniper shots. Those are stormtroopers up there, which is appropriate because we actually just got done watching Solo. Well, I did. I don't know about you. Um, but, uh, now, first thing to mention while you're on this subject is wouldn't you think if somebody is just randomly shooting the dog, maybe there's an issue? Just perhaps there might be an issue. So maybe don't bring the damn dog in with all willy-nilly. Like, to, be oh. fa- to be fair, the my first thought wasn't, Okay, there's something wrong with the dog. My first thought was, who the hell's in that helicopter? Corella DeVille? See, my thought... Here's the thing. If it was just a hunter just trying to kill a dog, most of those type of people don't have a helicopter to chase it. You had a literal guy in a helicopter trying to chase down a dog and kill it. And you don't think there's an issue? First off, let's say it wasn't a weird-ass alien that's that woke up from the ice. Maybe that dog's rabbit. Maybe that dog just ate so, or bit someone or, like, was attacking people. Also a reason not to keep the damn dog and let it roam around. <laughs> so... I like this movie, but damn these <laughs> people are stupid. Stupid. They are, they're people. kind of stupid. Except for one of them. One of them is actually being intelligent, and he gets punished for being intelligent because people are stupid. <laughs> people are stupid. Um, but yes, so they eventually they realize that there's something weird about the dog, and it starts trying to absorb the other dogs that it, they put it in with. And then it... <laughs> breaks apart into some weird, very violent mess. (laughs) So, I mean, long story short, this movie is about an alien creature that gets woken up from the ice in Antarctica 
and they these guys do not and it mimics human behavior it mimics humans and it can shapeshift into humans and they don't know who they can trust the people that are there with and they realize we can't let this thing make it to normal society it will destroy the world that's the story yeah it's a pretty simple story and Honestly, what's done with said simple story is pretty good. It's pretty well done with it. A lot of I, good choices, a lot of terrible choices were made. But yeah, it's, it's a good movie. I enjoyed this movie a lot. I very sad. I kind of upset with myself for taking so long to finally get to watching this movie. But this movie was really freaking good. Uh, at least in my opinion. I thought it was uh, amazing. The uh, special effects, you could tell, were, for the most part, practical. It was also 1982. They didn't have much uh, outside of the way of practical effects. Um, and and practical effects matter, man. Yeah. It's true. So anyways, why don't we get on with the characters, the individual characters, and I don't really remember everybody's name, or anybody's name. Yeah, I don't really either. Jack, maybe? One of them's Jack. Jack? I don't know. Let's, let me look it up. I've, I've got, like, but I've got, like, I'm using my computer for this one, actually. Fun fact, everybody, I got a new computer, and I'm recording through it inside of my phone. So, it takes a lot less time to uh, figure out. I mean, Everybody cares. Maybe. I don't know. Some people might. I am looking up the cast of the thing. Let's see. Child. Dr. Blair. So we got. Um. Okay. Oh, here we are. Cast of. Through IMDb. Um. I'm a little confused. Okay. Well, there's two names. I know one's the actor and one's the name of the character. Okay. Well, Russell, uh, Russell something. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. McReady. <laughs> McCready. McCready. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So we've got a guy named McReady. He, uh... That was, like, the main guy. He was... He, I think he was the main guy, yeah. He, wasn't he, like, the he uh, the bearded man? So, the, yeah, there was two people that survived, and there were the two people I actually knew in this movie. Well, okay. I technically know another one, too. But, uh, Kurt Russell and Keith David are pretty pop popular and famous actors that I know. And they're the ones that survive at the end of it. It's weird with Keith David, though. Keith David looks so much... Like, he's a lot older today, obviously. And he looks yeah. so much different. Than, like He's really young in this movie. But, uh... Yeah, McCready was the main guy who um, kind of took the lead for the most part of the movie. And uh, 
Yeah, this this movie didn't exactly have a whole, didn't really have a main character. Everybody kind of just had a part. Some people just died, you know. No, Wilson was pretty much the main character, and Keith David was uh, Childs, Childs or whatever, however they said it in in the movie. I don't know. He was the uh, the black dude that they were like, oh, uh, when they were trying to pick out who the leader was, we need someone who's not, uh, you know, have rage issues or whatever they said. Right. He was the one that was a bit of a hothead. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's really enough about these characters to really talk about each of the right. characters. Um. They're all just mostly just trying to survive and make sure that they're not, you know, the thingy. What about the dog? The dog was adorable before they had to, you know, exterminate. Super freaking adorable. Yes, all, all, of the, <laughs> all of those dogs were adorable until they were mercilessly slaughtered by, by the thing. So, so my... Like dogs, dogs are so. Adorable. Apparently, this didn't get you, but the the part that got me on this movie was the scene when they're and I, it just was such a great tense scene. Uh, yeah, Kurt Russell, uh, McCready has all these guys tied up, and they he they figured out that the that even. When this thing takes over, it takes over every molecule of your body. So if you try to burn the blood, it will it will show itself. So they go through and they start just cutting everyone up, uh, not open, but you know, like taking a little bit of vial of blood from each person and taking a flamethrower or a lighter and lighting up. Uh, the burning the blood. And I think what got me is I thought they were going to go obvious where I thought it was the person that McCready kept saying, I know it's you. We're going to do you last. So I thought it was going to be his blood. And then right before they get to him, the blood before it, I wasn't prepared for it. I don't know why it goes, explodes to the ceiling. And that just made me jump. And I don't drop, jump for movies these days. There's only a few times that happens. And this was one of the times that it got me. Just from that one scene, and I just wasn't prepared. The other, like another show that got me was The, the Haunting of Hill House. And Raina, your, your sister could tell you which scene, I'm sure. I don't know if I want to spoil it on the podcast for those who haven't seen The Haunting of Hill House. But, yeah, that scene just, that that scene got me. It just, it straight up got me. And I don't You sniffed my finger and then just ran away. What's wrong with my finger, Tiki? Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> also, fun fact, uh, we actually took two takes of the beginning part of this podcast. Uh, the first take, I got um, I got clawed by my cat. 
who uh, who was sitting on my lap when we started recording, and then he jumped off with his back paws, with his claws out, it hit my foot, and I I held in a scream. My face made a weird face. Anyways, let's continue. Uh, okay. So, hmm. what was your favorite? What was your favorite part? Was it? I, I guess you're. Uh, I guess you could say it. There was the horrific part that scared you, but like, what? What was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, that scene was really intense, and I did enjoy it. Um, I don't know if I, there's a favorite part. So to, uh, to, to really go with. But I did really enjoy uh, pretty much any time the thing was on screen. Uh, I really enjoyed the weird-ass, like, spider head. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was mostly just a... I liked a bunch of the scenes. Um, Mine was probably the, uh, the scene where... The, the doctor guy, the, the actual intelligent person, actually like hacked at the uh, at, I don't know the radio, whatever it is, the control the center. He was the trying equipment. to keep the, he was trying to keep communication away so they couldn't bring people there. He wanted no nobody to be able to find them and pretty much bring the thing to modern society. Because that yeah. would have been bad. And so, he did kind of cause uh, everybody to be isolated, but he he did make the smart choice. He basically, everybody, like, treated him like he was mad. But, like, he, but he, he wasn't. He was acting completely rationally, just screaming while he was doing it. Right, 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 right. Right, right, right. Yeah. But anyways, do you have a least favorite scene? I don't think there is a least favorite scene in this. Uh, me neither. How would you rate this movie? Father Day. Rating? Also, eh? are you playing a game? What? No, what are you talking about? <clears throat> anyways, what's your, what, how would you rate this movie? Hmm. Uh... <laughs> Give it a nine. Give it a I nine. Thought, I thought it was really good. It's very intense and everything. So yeah, nine. Even if I, even if I am desensitized, I'd still, I, I'd personally, I don't know, if, I don't know if this is probably over, overkilling out on my, in my opinion. I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Really? You liked it even better than me, huh? I don't know if I want to say better than you, but, like, I, w I want to say, like, I was very impressed with the movie. I don't, I don't write, I don't write the movies based on, like, how much I like them. I ba I base them, like, because, like, just, if I'm bored with the movie, but, like, it fulfills it, what it tries to fulfill... Unless what it tries to fulfill is piss people off by being boring and sucky. Um, 
which this which isn't what this movie did, by the way, if if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> then, uh, of course, that that movie in question would probably not get a very high rating from me. But if if the movie like tries to be try, this movie clearly tries to create a area or setting of isolation and uh, an unsettling like horror of some yeah. sort. And it accomplishes that extraordinarily well. So I gave it a 9.5. Okay. It was good. And also, people say the F word. That's fun. So the F word is fun? The F word is fun! That is the secret, everybody. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you you and and me. And is for anywhere at any time at all. Down here in the deep blue sea. Anywhere doesn't start with an N. That's true. That's it's a SpongeBob song. You and me doesn't start with the U either. Why didn't you comment on that? (laughs) That makes more sense to me. That one makes more sense to me. Cool, cool, cool. It doesn't have to make sense. SpongeBob. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Rotten Tomatoes. Well, go ahead and give me your picks, and I will start searching. Uh, I'll I'll do critics ninety one and audience eighty five. Ninety one and eighty five. What about you? I'm 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 kind of agreeing with you. I'm going to go critics ninety five. Audience seventy eight. Okay. And that might be too high on the audience, but or the critics, because I do know that when I was looking at IMDb, they did say that originally the movie got paint, kind of panned for the the graphics and everything. So we'll see. <laughs> it was ahead of its time, in my okay. opinion. Even if it okay. was pretty bad. Okay, I was way off on one of these. Critics gave it an 84%. Hmm. And the audience gave it a 92%. I'm closer on on both ends, but not by very much. Um, It's a pretty good start to the year, kind of. (laughs) Alright, you want to hear some negative reviews on this? Sure. Let's see this, what people think about this movie. Peter Stack from San Francisco Examiner says, This version is so full of the thing that it strangles our imagination and becomes a mere exercise in ugly, mechanical horrifics. Very dumb, very disappointing. A, a, a horrifics? That's the point! <laughs> Scott Kane. It's supposed to be unsettling! Scott Kane, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Such a pity. John Carpenter is too gifted a movie maker to let nauseating special effects take over his biggest film. That's what happened in the thing. Hmm. John Larson from Larson on Film says, Reading this as a Cold War allegory is doing the movie a very big favor. In reality... This is a film about tentacles and teeth and eyes and orifices and goo goo goo. 
Um, ooh, Roger Ebert. Oh, I my don't gosh. understand a word that what what a word that was. <laughs> what you don't understand allegory? That's not what I meant. Never mind. Go continue. Uh, Roger Ebert. Which is, is that should be one you might even recognize, right? You ever heard of Ebert? No. Anyways, Roger Ebert also didn't like this movie. He says because this material has been done before and better, especially in the original thing, an alien. There's no need to see this version. Wait a minute. I haven't watched the original either, so I don't really have any thing to say about it. I thought that was the original. No. There was there was a fifties this is a remake of like a fifties movie, I think. Oh. It's why it's why it says on, on like INDV the thing, but it's nineteen eighty two. The same way that you see like well, they, Ghostbusters but twenty nine 2018, 2019? I don't remember when. The new well, they also movie. made a the thi- they also made a thing in the uh, um, in 2011, which I'm kind of curious about now. I didn't know that either. Yeah, uh, 2011, the thing. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. She played a she played in a movie that we watched together. She was. Uh, Ramona at Flowers in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, that's neat. Oh, this is based off the thing from another world. We just shortened it to the thing. Okay, that's why I didn't notice it. Huh. Interesting. I'm curious what that one's like, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, what's next? I believe... Cinemantra? I think? Yeah. Oh. Did we miss anything? I'm trying to think about Cinemantra. Holy crap, I haven't... Holy crap, we don't do this as often as we should. Anyways. Uh, alright. Hmm. If you were a thing from the from another world, what would be the first thing you would try to possess? Hmm. To you know, jump into society, how would you trick us? Uh, that that distinction's important because I was about to say blue-footed booby, just to be hilarious. That is a bird. Look it up. It's a bird. Sure it is. Or I could, or I could, I don't know, just crawl inside a big tit. I, uh, phrasing, but that, that was kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. So you want but, child, but to child, childlike wonder? Okay. Look up a big tit. The bird. <laughs> I have looked up a big tit many times. I got no birds. I got some hooters. 
All right, is that your actual there's some, answer? There's some serious problems with bird scientists naming things after boobs. Anyway. Okay. Get drunk every time. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe an elephant. Just, like, crawl inside an elephant. Not crawl inside, that makes it sound weird. Uh, like, take over an elephant, and then taking over the world should be so much easier. Because I start off as an elephant. Can you imagine how creepy a giant fleshy elephant would be? That's why I chose it. I mean, yeah. I I would choose I would choose a blue whale, but uh, they they're kind of they're kind of secluded to the water. There's no real, I mean, there's no real uh, human. There's not a whole lot of humans on the ocean, so I'm not exactly gonna be able to kill too many people. But if I'm on an elephant, oh ho, ho, people will fear me then, except if they have guns. But it, but if you kill the elephant, I'll just crawl inside another creature and then just make my way through them. I'm, you know, I can hear the controller. I give you a nine. Yeah. You anyways, hear nothing. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, as for my cinnamon traw, this. I feel like there's a lot of opportunities for stuff with this movie to create a cinemantra. You, pro- <laughs> you chose probably one of the simplest routes. You're right. Um, hmm. I win. Okay. So, you can choose three people that you, three people, not any personal people that you know, but like, maybe, I don't know, three semi or famous people that you know of, put them in a room, and, and like, one of these people has the thing inside of them. How would you go about... Um, exterminating the thing without killing the other two. And who... And for bonus, I don't know, tell me who has the thing. So, come up with three people that you don't this personally is, know. This is going a little... Real people or fictional? Real, real or fictional. But but it can't be spe- like personal people that, that you like that you just have a personal relationship with? Um, I would go with Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda, and Anakin Skywalker. Which one of them has the thing? Anakin Skywalker. How would you go about killing him along with the thing? Without killing Obi-Wan or Yoda. Well, I would have all of them try to use the Force to figure out which one has the thing in them. 
And so you have three of them, so two of them should have the same answer. One of them's lying, but they're, they're the ones that would have the thing in them. And then I would have them use their giant burning blades to burn the crap out of the thing and just kill Anakin Skywalker. He should have died a long time ago like this. He's okay. a psycho. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a 10. That is... you. Uh, that, that it was admirably done well, I guess. But yeah, you... I'll give you a 10 for that. Now then, is there anything left to say about the thing? The thing. The thing. Um, just that this was a really good movie, and I like the practical effects. And, uh, I would just like to have a pet head with uh, spider legs. <laughs> your uh your your look was like what why 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 yeah sure you should anyways okay so I am cryo keen artist on on the Instagram the Facebook the, uh, the Twitter. I haven't posted anything on Twitter, though, so you're, you're not going to find anything there. And YouTubes. Also TikToks. I uh, haven't posted anything really on YouTube and TikTok in a while, but I have been posting kind of on the uh, Instagram and Facebook lately. So, anyways. That's all for me, folks. That, 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 that's it, folks. All right, well, you can find me on Dragon Blazer Productions on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the TikToks at Dragon Blazer Productions. And you can find me on Twitter, Twitter, that's right, at Dragon Blazer Pro. And, uh, well, watch out. Your friends might be a thingy. And I'll feed us in. Peace. Oh, once again. Please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts are where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.